All right, y'all, welcome back. Welcome back here to another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Of course, me, myself, as always, Sanders here. My guy Dupree here with me. What's going on, fella? How we doing? How we doing? Man, Man bro, just, hey, going through the week. This week this week was a little, yeah, we've been a little slow, but you know yep. what I'm saying? It's here. Man, we at the end of... Of the, of the month here, the end of February, getting ready to go into March, um, <laughs> where it's just a lot of things just ramp up a bit more. Obviously, spring training is kicked off in baseball. We've been going yep. through that. It's nice to see that going on. Uh, we're getting ready here, getting closer and closer to um, the NCAA tournament for both men and women's. So getting ready here for the last little bit of the regular season to wrap up and then going into these conference tournaments to where – you know, teams are looking to those who are on the bubble trying to make sure they can try to get in, those who can be those, those automatic qualifiers trying to get in and everything like that. So working up all that stuff and everything like that. And then, of course, you know, uh, basketball, NBA, uh, going into going into another month as they get in closer and closer to the stretch of their uh, regular season two. Um, and then, of course, I mean, the NFL, he had the scout combine today, kicked out today, man. Yeah. Uh, dog, them dudes is running, running, bro. Chop, yeah. man. Poor Chop Robinson ran a what, 4 4 8. Dallas Turner ran like a 4 4 6, 4 4 7. I'm sliding right now. Man, I don't Bro, some some of them gonna have faster times than some wide receivers and running backs. That's crazy. That's, that's scary. Great to say that. Like you have some skill players, some corners, some some safeties, some running backs, some receivers who won't run a four four eight or a four four seven. That's that's tough. That's yeah. The game for speed, sure. Game speed is definitely different. That's the, don't get it twisted. Game speed is different, but the fact that you're gonna have some receivers that will not. Run a four four seven, and the defensive end did. It's tough. <laughs> it's like, it's, you know how fast these boys are moving. <laughs> for real, man. For real. But yeah, so you know, of course, a lot to dive into into the sports world, man. But really, we this one was kind of more just basketball centric here for you for this episode. Mm-hmm. Um, a, a real big hot topic that that kind of sparked off last weekend. Uh. Was the uh, especially in college basketball was the court storming issue. Uh, so you know, for those who may not know, if you've been you know in hiding or hibernation <laughs> and haven't really seen what's been going on, but obviously it started last Saturday with the uh, Duke and Wake Forest game, and um, obviously Wake Forest pulls out a, a huge, huge win over then I believe they were ranked number eight at the time, Duke. Um, and obviously, you know, anytime you beat Duke, I mean, you know, folks are gonna celebrate, so it is what it is. But uh time wind down again, you know, his zero or close to zero, and then you know, the, the the kids, man, they just start storming the court, running on the court. Uh, and then you look up and there's uh you see uh Kyle Filopsky just looks like he's just ravishing in pain, uh hurt, you know, it, it, it right there in the instance it kinda looked a little bad. Um, apparently it was just kind of just a, a mild little sprained ankle or something like that. Either way, he played the next game anyway. But 
Um, it drew a lot of attention, a lot of criticism on, on, on each side and everything like that. And a lot of calling out on people and, um, to where we, you know, getting into the line of, of course, you wanted to want to celebrate, but also, you know, you want to make sure you protect the student athlete, player safety first and everything like that. So, um, a lot of people had a lot of things to say, <laughs> you know, Jay Billis even got to the point time out. So, you know, if they do that, they need to be arrested. Uh, I don't know about that, but you know, yeah. how, how do you feel about the court storming? So I guess I, I would, first thing I would ask is, are you, are you anti court storming? Or are you pro court storming? I'm fine with court storming, man. I don't have an issue with it. When you have big, it's this college. This is part of what makes college athletics what it is. The big wins, um, the atmospheres, the environments, everything, all of that stuff encompasses what college athletics is about. Same, it's the same thing in football. When there's a big win, Tennessee a couple years ago beats Alabama in Knoxville for the first time in 500 years. And the student section floods onto the field and they take the goalposts to the river. Like, this is, that, that's, that's what makes it, that's what makes it what it is. That's the beauty of college athletics and college sports. So I don't have a problem with it to answer your first question. Um, I don't know what you say. What was your second question about? Um, I guess really for this particular one, like, do you put any blame on anybody in particular or is it a mix of both? Like, do do you blame Wake Forest for not? Because granted, you see the video and when it happens, you hardly see any security there. So it's kind of like, OK, the first instinct is where where the hell is security? Because yeah. when this is supposed to happen, you know, the, the first thing you want to do is try to get get the business team off the court for sure. Mm-hmm. Right. So it's just kind of like try to get them off the court. That way they don't worry about being lost in the shuffle with all that and something happens to where they get into it with, you know, uh, another student or something like that. You don't want that to happen. Right. Or, but then it's like, okay, on the other side of it, like what part does Duke and kind of Cal has with that? Because it's kind of like, all right, that, that I think it was like a four point game, five point game at that point. It's out of reach. It was only like a few seconds left. Why were you still like in the middle of the court? So I, you know, I guess like, is it? Are you putting more blame on one side or the other, or do you feel like it was a mix of both? I think it's just unfortunate circumstance that it. Happened. I, I don't think that I. I, was, I, I first don't think it's Kyle's fault for being on the court. I mean, you're on the court, um, so you know. I mean, you're 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 playing the game, so he's playing the game. He's doing what he's supposed to do. Um, I think that there definitely should be some awareness, like knowing, like, okay, this is this is what's about to happen because I have seen instances where, especially in basketball, more so in basketball than than football, it's a little tougher with football because of the size of the field and everything. But specifically in basketball, where I've seen coaches, assistant coaches, security, wherever it is, funnel and grab their guys, you know, and get them all together to follow them out of the arena off the court because you know, that's what's about to happen. Um, so I think there definitely could have been a sense of awareness. I didn't like the fact that he said that he thought it was, that it was intentional. It was personal. 
I don't, I, I, you know, I, I haven't seen a close up of what happened. A lot of videos I've seen have been from far away. Look, you know, looks like the guy runs into him, but they're running onto the court. It's, um, it's. Don't want to exaggerate. We have hundreds of people running onto the court. Some people are running over each other. Some people are falling. Like, there's a lot of people. There's a lot of stuff that's going on. So, you're probably going to get. You, it's not. It is not beyond the realm of comprehension that you might get stepped on or someone's going to bump into you. Someone's going to push you, whatever it is, right? There's going to be some type of physical contact, especially if you're on the court. They're just, they're not worried about you. I haven't seen a, uh, an instance where there's been a court storm and the fans, this, the college kids are running onto the court are worried about the opposing team. They're trying to go celebrate with the basketball team, go celebrate with the football team. Like they're not really worried about the opponent. So the fact that he came out and said that it was um, intentional, I didn't like that. And then head coach for Duke also saying that, you know, amongst him, amongst other people, saying that we need to get rid of it. I I, I just think that takes away from the, the, the beauty of what the college sports is, man. Like, that's what it is. That's what's been going on. Um, is it a player safety hazard? Could it be a hazard? Yes, it could be. It for sure could be. I'm not one. I'm not going at like it can. That definitely could be a hazard to players and to coaches as well, and to coaches as well. But playing the game is also a, could be could be hazard for your safety too. So I don't think we take away. I don't want to overreact and take away part of what makes the game great because of one or a couple isolated incidents um, that take place. That was a big win for Wake Forest at home. Like you said, against Duke, top 10 team in the nation. No telling when the last time they've beaten Duke in men's basketball. So, yeah, they're going to storm the court. That's what they're going to do. They're going to celebrate. Um, so why, why would we take away that? Why would we take away that moment, not just from the students, but from the players? For Wake Forest, from the coaches, like that's something that they're never going to forget. The in 2024, we beat Duke, right number eight, at home in that arena, and the fans storm the court. They're never going to forget that. Why would we take, you know, why would we take that memory, that moment away from them? So that's how I feel about it. I don't think that we should do away with it. I think it's fine. Obviously, you just need to be aware of what's going on, and if you can get off the court sooner, you can. Obviously, you will want the people that storm in the court to be cognizant of the opposing players, but that's college sports. That's just what it is. Yeah, I I agree with you. For me, I am I'm pro court, court storming. I don't think you should do away with it because, to me, I feel like at this point it's it's a part of college sports culture like it's there right anytime you're liable to see a team to get upset and it doesn't matter who it is i think that's the the part that kind of is for me it's kind of like okay this is a bit much it's how you mentioned about you know just uh, this is pretty much like an overreaction just because it's not necessarily like oh we're just saying it's targeting because targeting this school because oh it's duke Mm -hmm. like it's plenty of other schools who are, you know, ranked 
that's been ranked in top three, top five, top ten, or just a ranked mm-hmm. team in general, and there's an unranked team, and they go and after an upset win, there's a court storming or there's a field yeah. storming. Like it's it, it, ha- it happens now. Now I get it to a certain extent. Maybe are some of them a bit much. I guess kind of sort of because I mean you know I think it's obviously if it's, it's kind of like if you were you know like a a 10 point underdog and mm-hmm. this is the number two team in the country there in your place, you know, with the woo and you, somehow, some way you pull off the victory. Yes. By all means celebrate. This but is. to a, to a, to a certain extent with Wake Forest, right? Like technically they were favorites in the game, you know what I mean? So it's kind of like, they were kind of expected to win. Mm-hmm. You just never really know, you know, they needed this win to kind of pretty much, seal their fate to confirm if they would get in the tournament or not. That way they don't have to worry about trying to, you know, figure out how many more wins we need to get in. This pretty much mm-hmm. kind of gave them like the big quad one win that they needed. So it's kind of just like, okay, maybe I get it. But then I'm like, it's not because it was Duke. I mean, you know, I think that would have happened if Wake Forest was playing North Carolina. I think that would have happened if Wake Forest was playing um, you know, if they were playing a Houston, if they were playing a Kansas, if they were playing uh, a Tennessee, I mean, I feel like whoever they would have been playing at that moment, if they were they're sitting there unranked and it's a ranked team and it was at home and they would have won like that, I think that would have happened regardless. So I don't necessarily think that they were just just as targeting Duke or you know y'all are just saying it's because it's Duke and y'all hate Duke. I'm a North Carolina fan. Yeah, I, I I I I love to see Duke lose at any time, but not yeah. to the not to the expense to where a player could get hurt. Mm, you no, know, that not not yeah, you know what I mean. Not not to the expense of that, right? You know, so it's kind of like if you don't want it to happen, you should have just won. But you, you but you didn't, and it's yep. okay because you're not going to win every time. Like if I'm not mistaken, I think they lost earlier in the year. Uh, to Arkansas, and they stormed the court. <laughs> you know, so I mean, what was what's the difference now between there and this one? Obviously, the, I mean, the difference is is that you had an incident to where Kyle gets hurt. Yep. Or, you know, uh, uh, anything happened, but could have security been there a little bit more more aware of what they were was going on, and could have been making sure that you know they got out the court. Yes. Um, but it's, I mean, it's kind of like what you said, right? I don't want to put the blame on one side in particular. Like I saw Seth Greenberg, who, you know, was a former, you know, coach in the ACC. So he know how it was. He mentioned how he, he kind of put the blame on the Wake Forest administration. Like y'all should have known this is probably going to happen. Y'all are favored to win. This is a big win that y'all needed. Y'all should have had like extra security. Woo, woo, woo. Who's to say that even with that, that that still wouldn't have happened? Yeah. And then, you know, I, what Jay Billis said, I just, I usually I agree on a lot of stuff he says. That was one I was like, nah, that ain't it. Cause, you know, mm-hmm. Senator saying that, oh, we'll arrest the students. Well, how you gonna do that? Cause they, like you said, we're talking about hundreds of students, you know, in this well, arena yeah, who are yeah. running it. So, you got all them handcuffs? Yeah. Like is that is that come on now? You got a pinpoint. You got a pinpoint. You know exactly who it was, right? Into ran into the player and got him hurt. You know exactly who it, it was. Is. It was it was that kid. He had on the he had on the blue and yellow, uh, black and yellow shirt. 
they all did. <laughs> I'm, 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 all I'm black and go. But, yeah. You know, he was in he was in section one hundred one. They all that's the student section. I mean, yeah. <laughs> exactly. With who? With you going everybody? That's not like so. That doesn't even what man like that makes absolutely no sense to me at all. Yeah, so, so I, I I can't blame it necessarily on one side in particular. I think it's um slightly a little a bit of both, but kind of also what you said. It was just unfortunate that it mm-hmm. just ends up that it ends up being Kyle. I think I also think if this was just like That's, the, the, I, the 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 twelfth man or the eleventh man from Duke, it would have been like, oh, we ran into a Duke player, but. Huh. But it was just like this is one of the this is one of the guys, you know what I'm saying? And they're like, oh and the way the way that they're like holding it, and he's just like limping off the court, you know, and everybody thinking, oh, this is, what if his season is done and blah blah blah. Yeah. It's just it's kinda like what you said. It was just it was a just a big overreaction. Um and I get it because you know, Coach Shire and all those guys, it's it's fresh off a loss. This is this is Literally, it's fresh, you know, so they just kind of like you already frustrated that you lost in a way. And then, like, you know, you get in the court storm on you and then you realize, oh, crap, one of your players is hurt or injured. And it's just like whatever, yeah. man, and everything like that. But, uh, I, yeah, I'm pro court storming, but not to the expense of where a player gets hurt. So, I mean, obviously, it's all for, for player safety. And, you know, I think. Other conferences, other leagues will, you know, make sure to look into that to make sure if something like that does happen that they are prepared for it. Um, I don't really see no point of trying to outlaw it or get rid of it. I mean, because even when you find, you know, you find a school, they're like, okay, cool, whatever, we're going to pay it. I mean, I think if I'm not mistaken, I think LSU got fined 100000 when they stormed the court over, they went against Kentucky. So it's just kind of like it ain't like the school ain't got it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying when you find them you know for at least you know at least the bigger schools you know like mm-hmm. <laughs> it ain't like they ain't got it right LSU ain't got a hundred thousand I doubt it you know what I mean so it's like well, you know if you want to set in place to be like oh well find them we'll find the school uh, I, that ain't really to me that's not really hurting the pockets like that or really affecting anything um then you can say about maybe, you know, I mean, I think I saw something about maybe possibly trying to, like, tell the person that they, they can't come to the next home game or something like that. But then again, when you get to that, how can you pinpoint and point out? You know, right. you say, who's the fuck? Yeah, the first person that, was, that ran onto the court. Okay, the first 10 people. You go, what's it? Uh, it's, we, we, yeah. There's, just let the, let the kids. Like, just let them be college students, man. Just let them have it. Let them have it. Because I'll tell you right now, man. I'll tell you right now. We was at MT, and we had a top-ranked team coming to the Murphy, coming to the glass house, and we won. Oh, we was going to be on that court. Oh, we, oh yeah. We, we would have ran down there for sure. We would have been yeah. on the court. It's over. Like, it, we would have ran. Talk about We have been on the yeah. court. So, yeah. it's like, it's like, let them do Like, it's fine, man. Like, it's. It's okay. It is okay. You want the player safety. It sucks that the man that he got hurt, but like you said, he played the next game. He played the next game. Obviously, if he got hurt, then, you know, if if the injury was worse, you know, then you know, obviously. But 
He was fine. He ended up being okay. I don't remember seeing a lot of instances where people have, you know, these college students have stormed the court and opposing players have gotten injured. I don't remember ever seeing that, really. I don't think I've ever seen a seen a situation where a court storm has happened or uh, students have rushed the field at a football game and players have gotten hurt. I've never seen it. I've never seen it. I've never heard of it. You can and you can see like a it was like an above angle, right? You can see where where they're trying to show where obviously the incident happens between Kyle and like you know the student section. There's another part like in the corner. It's like five six kids just like them fell on the court and they like getting trampled like in the back because all of them are just been they, running. They, yeah, they, you know what I mean? For real, for real. <laughs> then, then, then anybody else? So like, <laughs> let's just pump the brakes. It's okay. It'll be okay. Pump the brakes. Everybody breathe. Calm down. We're going to be all good. We're going to be okay. Let the kids storm the court. Let them storm the court. Yeah. I mean, and, 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 you know, and I get it just because, like, it's a little different. And I know people tried to compare using Duke again, try to compare when they upset Clemson in the fo- uh, football season that first week of the, you know, first week mm-hmm. of the year. And, you know, they come storm the field. To me, that's kind of hard to want to compare it from football to to basketball because it, it to a certain extent, it does take them a little bit longer. Um, mm-hmm. In a way, the, the 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 team can kind of realize it, and they can kind of make that beeline right down to the. Let's just go head back straight to the locker room. Don't even worry about shaking no hands. You know, woo, woo, woo. like it is what it is, right? So, which that that's that's a, that's another thing that I saw that somebody mentioned too was like, well, you know, why even try to, if you're a dude, why even try to stay there and do the handshake, knowing that that's what's going they, on. They about to come storm the court, so it's just kind of like because you don't see, even worry. See. Yeah, yeah, you like see. don't even worry about it. And to a certain extent, it did look like, which I'm not 100% sure, it did look like for a little bit that maybe a couple of them got on there right before, you know, the clock hit zero and everything like that. But like I said, realistically, the game was out of reach. It was was like a five, four or five point game at that point. So it was just kind of like, it was five points for like one and a half seconds left. They they can't, there's not a five point play, Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know, for them to, for them to like try to tie it up. So it was just kind of like. It was out of reach. I don't know, man. I if anybody tries to outlaw it, I just think at that point you're just you're being like just a complete butthole. Because I'm like, it's, if you do it in, in basketball, you're gonna have to probably do it in football too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Probably gonna do it in football too. It's it's less frequent in football, but you probably gonna do it in football too. So I don't know, man. Yeah, can't have can't do it in one sport, not doing it in another. Well, yeah, you're right about that one for sure. Thanks. You're right about that one. But hopefully, you know, they everything gets situated and everything has calmed down. Cooler heads will prevail, and hopefully, nobody tries to sit here and outlaw mm-hmm. or try to do whatever to get rid of court storming. But hopefully, that they can come at a a common ground on to figure out how to not necessarily take it out, but to make sure it's done safely. But it's kind of like you said, this is, this is to me, the first and the only instance I ever seen it to where, you know, something like this has happened. So to my, you know, to my knowledge, I don't know if there's been like that any other times before, but I can't recall any time the court 
been stormed to where uh, an opposing player has gotten hurt from, you know, getting into just the melee, trying to get out between himself or themselves and the crowd. So yeah. I don't know. I think it was like you said, it's just a little, just a little bit of too much overreacting, and and you know, it it, it is what it is, man. But oh well. We'll, let's, we'll 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 go ahead and move on, man. So to the league, man, the association. Uh obviously a lot of a lot of action going on right now tonight. Uh if I'm not mistaken, I think uh is Golden State and New York still playing right now? Yes, yeah. sir. Yeah, yeah. They're still playing. Um Steph Steph was getting off <laughs> early. Yeah. Uh <laughs> for Nick, sure. Nick trying to make a Knicks are trying to make a run. They're making a run. They're trying to make a run to come back. Okay. Steph, okay. That was mm. just three. Um, I believe it is. So it's one, a hundred, one hundred, two and ninety, uh, with two and a half minutes left. Go up by 10. Okay. Go say so by 10. So for sure. For sure. But, uh, man, uh, 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 Ooh, is that a game? Yeah, it is. It is. Okay. For sure. But, uh, man, um, a lot transpired pretty much over this last, Week of, of 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 basketball for sure. Um, far as uh, injury news wise, obviously the biggest name that has happened, um, Trey Young out for some time with that left hand injury. Um, heard it, you know, back in that game was it against Utah? If I'm not mistaken, they just played Utah a couple of days ago. It was a couple of days ago. Can't remember exactly what it was. I believe it was against. The uh, I think it was the Raptors game. Toronto, it was Toronto. Now I remember, yeah, it was a Toronto game. So Alpha's was the time, if I'm not mistaken, with about four weeks. They said four or five weeks, I think. Yep. Yeah. Um, tough because obviously, when you think about like teams in the East and you know certified playoff teams, you kind of always figure that Atlanta should be in that mix. Um, but right now, currently sitting at twenty six and thirty two, right there at the end and at that ten spot of the play in area. So, yeah, um, kind of sucks just because I mean, honestly, if you look at the roster, it's not a bad roster. You, that that team should be better than what they are. But um, just man, the, the the real inconsistencies. If I'm not mistaken, I think at some point, I forgot when it was now, but. Literally over a span of I forgot however many games it was, their record was literally right at five hundred. Cause it's just it's like they're they're winning two but losing three, coming back and winning another one, and it's just I don't know so much, man. What what can so well I guess the two things is what can Atlanta do while um they're gonna be out without Trey and what what's going on to where they just can't find that consistent consistent play out of a roster that should be way better than twenty six and thirty two? Well, they, they without traders going to try to find a way to, to keep their head above water. Um, it's going to be tough without them right now. They're saying that the ten seed and Brooklyn is right behind them. There, Brooklyn is four games behind, but Brooklyn they're playing Brooklyn tonight. And Brooklyn is winning by almost forty. Um, they play Brooklyn again in a couple in a couple days, but their schedule playing Brooklyn tonight. But 
They play they play Brooklyn again on Saturday. The Knicks next Tuesday. The Cavs next Wednesday. They got the Grizzlies, Pelicans, Trailblazers, Jazz. Okay, then you're on the road. You start your you start your road West Coast trip with the Trailblazers. You go Jazz, Clippers, then Lakers, then Suns. Then you turn around Hornets, Celtics, Trailblazers, or Celtics, Trailblazers, Celtics, and then Bucks. That's all in March. That's what they have in March. Tough. That's a tough stretch to not have your not to have your best player. Uh, I think the inconsistency with the Hawks stems from injuries a little bit. You had some guys getting injured. Jalen Johnson was rolling early in the season. Then he went down, and it seemed like all of a sudden the Hawks couldn't play defense, um, couldn't get anything going, couldn't win the game without Jalen Johnson. Um, DeAndre Hunter, he, he's had his nicks and bruises. Bob, you know, Bogdan Bogdanovich, he's had his stuff too. It, it's just been, it's been rough back and forth ever since that 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 run, man, back in twenty one when he went to East Conference Finals, man. You just really haven't figured it out and found the formula to get back to that mode, um, where they were a couple of years ago. And I think the injuries plays a part in that. I think it's still early in the Dejounte Murray, Trey Young experiment, but. I think they work well together, but that really has to pan out. I, they need another dynamic wing, and I think that it's, it's crazy because DeAndre Hunter has his moments where you're like, "Ooh, oh, there it is!" Like that's that's the guy. Like that's what we drafted, and then he goes back to being radio silent. So um, that's kind of what it is right now, man. It's just. It's, it's Trey and it's just Trey and Dejounte, and it's kind of everybody else. Bogey always gives you a good run and gives you some stuff, but it's just it's injuries, and I think it's just inconsistent play from some guys that you can't afford to be inconsistent. Um, that's kind of what's got the Hawks kind of reeling right now. I think you got some good young pieces, but they they need they need some more help. Um, and right now from guys that like a DeAndre Hunter. Um, they're not getting that that help right now. So without Trey, it's gonna be tough. I'm I'm I'm, I'm scared that they're gonna not even make the play in. I'm scared they're not even gonna make the play in with the schedule that they have coming up, especially in March. So we'll see, man. Hopefully they can hold on and Trey can get back. They and you never know, man. All you need to win is two games to get into the play in. You win two games and you're in, and try to do you know do what you can in the playoffs. So yeah, I'm a. I'm right there with you, especially with DeAndre Hunter. I think, you know, obviously when they got him and then, you know, you saw the flashes of of what he can do for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, they kind of need him to be, I don't want to call him a third option, but it's kind of like, hey, if we have a night where DeJounte isn't scoring or Trey isn't scoring, we can kind of depend on you, mm-hmm. come to you to be, to, to be that guy. It's kind of, I mean – in a way, like, let's just kind of say it like this. It may not have been attended to, but it's kind of like, hey, we chose you over a John Collins. You know, you know, <laughs> I mean, you know, we chose you over, you know, you know, a bunch of other guys. You know, it's kind of like, so we, we, we see the flashes and we see the potential. Like, we need the consistency. And I think, you know, like you said, he's the biggest one who needs to be kind of, you know, more consistent because, I mean, 
it, the the potential is there. The flash is there. You you you've seen it. You know, numerous uh, occasions to where you know he's been that guy. Sometimes you look up and you realize he's the leading scorer, like yep. you know, or he has a end up being a double double or something like that. So it's just kind of like you know he can do it. It just kind of sucks that he can't because which also. He he deals with injuries sometimes too, so it kind of goes into what you're saying there too. You know, hey, the, the best avail- the best ability is availability. So, <laughs> you know, when you when you can't be out there the way you want to be, that's that is kind of hard on it for sure. Um, but I I don't know. I I think they can write the ship to still kind of stay in the play in. Like I know Brooklyn is kind of right there on their tail, mm-hmm. but. I, th- I think they have enough, but that 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 schedule you named off for the month of March that's that's not easy. And on top of that, you know, especially the fact that you throw in a, a, a that Western Conference West Coast road trip that they got, um, and and really we're outside of I think Portland. They're, they're, they're some pretty good teams yeah, that Portland, you got to play. It's, yeah, it's, it's, I mean, you know, yeah, outside of those two, you kind of. That's that's a tough Western Conference trip, you know. The yeah. fact that you got to go and get, you know, both LA teams and Phoenix, you know, it's just right right in the midst of all that. It's kind of tough, and then you know, out with the other teams that you mentioned. That's probably besides Brooklyn. You're sitting there. You you're playing the top half of the East, right? Yeah. Boston, <laughs> Cleveland, New York. You know, it's just kind of like gosh. Uh, yeah, Milwaukee, you know, it's kind of like, dang, how come I'm right in this mix? I can't be playing, you know, Charlotte, Detroit, Washington, yeah. <laughs> you know, but, well, yeah, why we, why we can't get them? It's like, man, you got to, you know, and that's pretty much saying all that time there's going to be no trade there. So, eesh, you know, I, I don't know. I, I think they'll have enough to hold on for, but it's it's going to be tough, man. It's gonna to be tough, but I, I think they got enough to hold on for. It's just the other the other guys just got to step up, man. This is when you yeah. need, you know, like, you know, consistently. You can, like you say, you can't count on on Bogey for sure, but um, that's this is the time where you need DeAndre Hunter to 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 be that mm-hmm. consistent go to player on the wing for sure. But you yeah. need those other guys that you got that's you know that may not have that many minutes or play as much as they would normally do when you have Trey in the lineup to come in and, and show up and show out for you guy for the guy. So that way when he gets back, it's kinda like as long as they're right there in the thick of it, you're gonna be all right. He'll yeah, he'll do what needs to be done. The judge will do what needs to be done just to make sure, all right, I know we've had a a, a rough season, you know, not the way we wanted to 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 really be, but we right here in the thick of it. Like you said, all you need is two. All you need is two, especially you know if they're right there in that nine ten range. All they gonna need is two, and you know, Good. from for for what's everything was what has been worth and how up and down it's just been for them getting into the playoffs in a way. Like I know we don't really care about I want to talk about you know more victories but that's to me that'd be like a successful season just the fact of having all of this going on and yeah hearing about the trade rumors with <laughs> with DeJounte and Man. you know that that constantly going on and then obviously now with Trey being hurt so it's just kind of like you know all of that happens and if they just get to the point where they make the playoffs 
I mean, that's solid. <laughs> that, that'll, to me, that'll be solid for sure. Yeah, no doubt. No doubt, no doubt. Man, then you over in the Western Conference, right? So last night, <laughs> the Joker, Nikola Jokic, gets his fourth straight triple-double. Uh, Denver gets a 117-96 win over, over Sacramento last night. Uh, and it's crazy, right? He goes, he goes for 14 points, 14 rebounds, and 11 assists, and he did it in three quarters. I mean, dude, like I know, like we we talked about out in the West, how you look at Minnesota and Oklahoma City and, and the Clippers and everything like that. But, dude, the defending champs is right there, bro. Like, I feel like they not getting talked about as no, enough as they as they should. I mean, I get it. Minnesota's having a hell of a year. OKC is having a hell of a year. You know, uh Obviously, when healthy, the Clippers is right there in that discussion. They really have it. If they have it all together and the guys are healthy, they really have a legit chance. But we talking about Denver here pretty much have everybody they had in place besides from Bruce Brown. And, we, and you know, a lot of us thought them losing Bruce Brown would make them kind of take a step back. And that hasn't really happened. They... They're showing that championship pedigree, and I and I think that the Nuggets realize they don't have to be. It'd be cool for them to be number one seed. They don't have to be, but also like they are right where they need to be to where they. I believe they're only like a game back. Like I don't yeah. think far off. Like maybe a no, game, they're they're, game. they're not actually. I think no if, more than a game and a half. If they're two games back, okay. They're one and a half games back out of from OKC. Um, and OKC is a half game back from from Minnesota. So that that top three, and then the Clippers are right there. The Clippers are four games back from from Minnesota. So that top four is really that race is really really tight. And Denver is right there, like they're right on their heels. So they're just doing what they need to do. They're winning basketball games, winning them late. Um, and like you said, no one's really really talking about them. But they're going to be tough. <laughs> they're going to be a tough out. Whoever beats them, seven-game series, especially if it's before the finals, you got to give props, man. Like, the way Joker is playing, before Joel and B got hurt, I believe everybody believed that he was the MVP up to that point. Four straight triple doubles is crazy. 14, 14, and 11 in three quarters is crazy. Right now, he is stamping it. He is stamping it that he is the league MVP. I, I believe that he's a front runner right now. I believe that he is in the lead for MVP honors. Um, it's it's funny. It's funny, and I find I find the Joker funny because he, you hear like his teammates talk about him. You kind of hear him talk like, man, like I don't want to be famous. I don't want to have to do all the extra stuff, the media, and all. Like I don't want to. I don't want all that. I just want to play basketball. And I can respect somebody that's just like, like I just want to play basketball. And then he goes out there and he's busting everybody. Like, can't nobody, can't nobody do anything with him. Like, I just want to play ball. I don't care about nothing else. I don't worry about fame, the money. Like, that's, that's all cool. I don't want any of that. He, he probably wants his money. I don't want to speak for him. 
Right, 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 right. Pretty sure you want to play. <laughs> but the pain that comes with all that, you don't care about being famous or nothing, man. I want to play basketball. I want to win and play basketball. And he is out there giving everybody a business right now. Um, I just... I just wish I, I wish we could get a Joel and Joker matchup like in the finals or something, man. I would love to see that because we, we are in this day and age. We don't get the matchups of two great bigs. And I don't know if we've ever seen, to be honest with you, in our lifetime. And maybe you can you can think back. I don't know if we've ever seen a matchup in the finals of the best players on both teams being the big men, like being the centers. Like, I don't, I don't know the last time we've seen anything like that. Like you might have one team where one, you know, in one finals, you know, or Orlando plays, Orlando plays the Lakers. Dwight Howard is the best player on Orlando by far. Kobe Bryant. Okay. Nothing else to talk about. Right. Um, you even talk about, I mean, Dirk Nowitzki isn't a big man, but Dirk Nowitzki is a power forward. Dirk Nowitzki, best player for Div, uh, for for Dallas, excuse me. When they played that first time against D Wade and and uh, in the Heat, Dwayne Shaq was the best player. Dwayne Wade was the best player. <laughs> Dwayne Wade was the best player. So you have those those matchups. You go with the Tim Duncan teams. Tim Duncan, he's the best player with the Spurs. What matchup did he ever play in the finals where the the opposing Team's best player was another center or powerful. Like you just don't see those matchups, um, and that's something I would I would, I would love for seven games to see them two dudes go at it. Because um, that's just something that's just something in our generation we just hadn't seen. But he's he's a he's a great player, man. Um, he's very unassuming. You, he does not look like he can get out there and do what he does, but he does it. It might be slow. He might look. Uncoordinated, or might look sloppy, but can't nobody do anything with him. <laughs> can't nobody do anything with him, man. He out there, he's out there getting buckets, um, and I think he's on en route for another MVP. And teams in the West better better look out because they might be on the on the way to another run to the finals too. Nah, most definitely. I it, it was funny. I was actually watching not last night's game, but uh, I think that was Sunday's game they had against the Warriors uh, with some of the family, and uh, we just watching them play, man. And I was just like, that's I was like, that's crazy how the best player on the floor right now really don't even. I don't want to say he don't give a damn about basketball, but it's just like this ain't even his favorite thing to do. This is like a hobby, right? Yeah. You know? <laughs> and, and I go, one of my family members was like, what you mean? Like, he don't like basketball, so why he playing? I was like, no, nah, no, nah, he good at it. But I'm saying, like, this is something, you know, oh, man. I was like, I was, I told so I told him about the, you know, after they won the chip last year, how, you know, they the reporters told him about the parade, and he was like, Parade, like man, I want to go back to Siberia and go check on my horses. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, bro, like, bro, not even he not even worried about you know. And I was like, man, I was I was being funny. I was like, man, vertical like this big, bro. You know him. <laughs> it's crazy that he's the best player here doing all that, and he's not you know obviously the most athletic or whatever. His body type don't jump out at you, but I mean, dude, the dude is so skillful. Like, you just can't. It's crazy, right? And I mean, you know, and I get it. Some people may not feel like 
he don't necessarily have to be like in these conversations for MVP, but I, I don't see how he's not. I mean, you know, obviously you got Luca, you got Tatum, um, you know, maybe some a uh, couple other guys that you may look at, but there's you know SGA, but there's just no way you can have this conversation and still not say, well, don't forget about that's it, Nikola Jokic. I mean, yeah, dude is like playing like out of this world, and like you said, as far as in our generation. I don't think there has been a time like far as us, our generation, seeing where, you know, the two best players on each team are were bigs. I would say the last time you history wise, you could probably say they maybe maybe Houston or Orlando when it was Hakeem and Young Shaq, but you could kind of yeah. debate on that with like, well, who is it Shaq or is it Penny? You know, and I you know, some may say Shaq, some may say Penny, so it's just I, I don't know. I would say at that time it was Shaq, but yeah, I mean, that's probably the last time we seen something where you know the two bigs were the best teams on, or were the best players on that team was probably Hakeem and Shaq. So, it, yeah, but even then, that's kind of you know we was young bulls and that was you know that we were super young, you know. So we like I, that one. I wasn't even born, bro. You know, you know what I'm saying? So. I probably, you know what? I probably wasn't here yet neither. I don't know if I was. It wasn't. I wasn't that old. I was yeah, still yeah. in my diapers if I was. So, <laughs> you know, that's that's yeah. We hadn't really seen any because I mean, you know, the three P Lakers. Shaq wasn't. Yeah, Shaq didn't see nobody for real. You know, <laughs> yeah, Shaq didn't see nobody for what Matumbo. You know? <laughs> but. Yeah, man, I, don't, I, I would like to see hopefully that we could get um, Embiid and, and Joker in a series here, man, soon and very soon before it's all said and done because it's just like that. that's that's very um, – it'll have an old-school feel to it where it's just like, all right, everything is going through the bigs, but like – they skill set, you know, they, they're yeah. doing things that some of the guards can do, if not better, you know. So it's just kind of like it'll be – it would be amazing to see for sure, man. But, I mean, yeah, you're you right about Denver, right? I mean, you know, they might not have the top seed like they had last year, but, I mean, they kind of, in a way, they're right where they want to be, right? You know, they're, they're, mm-hmm. they're cruising along. They haven't really, really just taken a step back like that, you know, it's just – I guess you could say two other teams record-wise are just having a better season, but they are literally right there yeah. in the thick of it to where they continue on this run. Because I think now they've won four straight after they kind of went on a, a little a little losing streak themselves. But now they've reeled off four in a row, got a game tonight in the rematch against uh, uh, Miami. So um, they're going to try to make that five in a row. So, yeah, man, I think uh, I think obviously they're they're in play for – to make another run to the finals. You that top four is gonna be crazy, man. If they can all don't even matter what the what what seed they are, but if they if that's gonna be one through four, if they can all make it through their first round matchup, we're gonna have a hell of a semis and a hell of a conference finals of whoever it, it, it may be coming out of the West. Cause that's gonna be insane. That that I mean that's gonna be insane because it could literally be the way that they're playing, it could literally be any one of those four teams that can find a way to come out uh, out of the West if they all can make it through like their first round series for sure, depending on, you know, the matchups and who they may have. So uh, just another, another crazy, crazy performance for um, Nikola Jokic, man. Nothing new. And then you want to talk about crazy performance. 
The Los Angeles Lakers last night, man, going into the fourth quarter or early in the fourth quarter, down 21, I was like, you know what? The Clippers got it in the bag. I'm going to bed. I wake up. You know, get myself together. You know, I, I, you know, once once I got Naomi together, I take the phone off, do not disturb, and I look in the Goonies time out some, yeah, bro, Lakers walk them boys down. I said, wait a minute, what? Dude. 116-112, Lakers beat the Clippers. LeBron James, I mean, man, just adding more stuff to the to, to, to the repertoire, to the to the story of one LeBron James. 34 points, 19 of it coming in the fourth, including five three-pointers. He had a season-high seven three-pointers. They just – I mean, dude, they just blitzed him. Went on a crazy, crazy run just to come back and and, and to get the dub, man. Um, You know, I know, like, obviously they still kind of struggling a little bit up and down and – Still the time, and they kind of right there in the thick of it, you know, as far as in the, the, the play-in goes and everything like that. But, you know, it's a loaded Western Conference, so it's just, you know, it, it, it's going to happen like that, right? But, I mean, yeah. man, to have, a, to have a game like that where a lot of times, usually when you see recently here, you see L.A. as far as the Lakers get down like that, it's usually pretty much raps. It's like GGs, right? And they on to the next. But, you know, they kept clawing and clawing, man. Just just talk about that real quick. That's tough. It was tough. I, I definitely cut the game off, went to sleep, and assumed that they, the day I won. And it's funny. It's funny because I didn't even check. Um, I saw I saw in the group, in the Goonies, guys talking about it. Um Really didn't pay too much attention, so I just saw him talking about the game. I really didn't pay attention to what was going on. And uh, we had a team run this morning, and I was sitting down in the lobby talking to our quarterback. And I was like, I was like, the Lakers win? He's like, no, nah, no, nah, the Clippers won. They end up, uh, I, like, I know they were up big um, and everything. I was like, yeah. I was scrolling on Twitter. I was like, yeah, it looked like LeBron had 19 in the fourth. He's like, yeah, he did go crazy, but the Clippers won. So, okay, let me go check the score. I'm like, uh, no, 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 they lost. <laughs> I'm like, 19 in the fourth, and they still lost? That is, that's tough. 19 in the fourth. They don't even sound right, right. Oh, no, no, <laughs> right. That don't sound right. That, I mean, and I just and all I saw was were the highlights of his five threes in the, in the fourth. That's a, that's a gutsy performance, man. That's a clutch performance from, from LeBron. Um, they need every game right now. Um, they have not been playing great basketball. And to to beat a surging Clippers team, you were down 20 points, 21 points in that fourth quarter. And to come back and win that game, technically on the road, technically. Um, but regardless, to win that game in the fashion that they did for LeBron to, to come through the way he came through was definitely big for the Lakers for their season. Like I said, they need every win. I do think though it spells trouble for the Lakers because I don't know how many times you're gonna be able to go down or be down twenty one and LeBron is is gonna be able to bail you out. Um if they were to play tomorrow 
If the Lakers and the Clippers were play were to play again tomorrow, you have the same scenario, down 21 points in the fourth quarter, I guarantee you the Clippers win that basketball game. I guarantee you that they win that basketball game. It's just it's just not LeBron is not gonna be able to bail him out all the time. And he just went crazy, was got hot and couldn't miss from three. And that's what got him into the game and ultimately helped him win the win the basketball game. But you can't be down twenty one. Um going into the playoffs. You can't be down to in the playoff game and think that, oh, yeah, LeBron, you know, all the time. Because the Lakers have had trouble with being down, these giving up these, these um, all these points and stuff in particular quarters and everything. So they got to figure that out. They got to figure that out because if if so, they might not make the playoff. They might not – they might lose in the play-in, messing around with the Warriors or messing around with some of those, those other squads that are right there in the thick of the two. So – Great performance by LeBron, though. I don't want to take nothing away from him. That was a great performance. 19 and a quarter is tough. Um, now I wish I would have been able to stay up to see it. Because um, I do think, I, I do believe that the Clippers um, are a very, very good team. I've been waiting on the Clippers to make a run. You know, obviously health has always been a thing with them. I'm hoping that Paul Joyce can come back and be healthy and all those guys stay healthy. Because I, I want to see the Clippers make a, make a run. I think they can win the championship, I really do, with the roster that they have. And to beat that quality of a team the way they did coming back in that fashion is definitely um, a sight to see. I know I didn't see it, but, you know, for everybody else that saw it, I know that it was T. So, so, so right. yeah, Le- LeBron, Le- yeah, yeah. LeBron doing LeBron things, man. That's the best way I can describe it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, just – so, obviously, you know, you don't want them to just kind of, like, pack it in and throw in the towel because it was still kind of pretty much early, like, you know, it was mm-hmm. early in the fourth. So, you knew, like, it wasn't, like, over with, but you also felt like, okay, they're down by this many. It's the fourth quarter. I know it's a lot of time left, but it's just kind of like, can they really even get hot like this or can mm-hmm. somebody get hot like this? And can they get the stops on defense? Because that's the thing, right? Like, for you to make that comeback, yeah, you got to score. But that means you got to get your stops on defense, right? So, I, clearly, you know, they've been doing that. And they're, and that's another thing that, like, the Lakers have been having trouble with all seasons, like, defensively. I, I know, like, on offense, you know, they, they can find a way to get theirs. They got plenty of guys that's capable. I mean, obviously, we know LeBron can do it. We, we know AD – can get hot at any moment. D'Angelo Russell can get hot at any moment. Uh, you know, they it's a it's a plethora of guys. We seen we seen um, Rui have a couple of games where he he gets off. So obviously, we know offensively they got guys that can score in bunches, make shots, and everything like that. Their trouble has really been on the defensive end because it's kind of like sometimes they just seem like they can't stop. You know, a simple <laughs> elevator screen or pin downs, curl. You know what I'm saying? They just uh, out of out of out of bounds plays. It's just kind of like just very lackadaisical, or they turn the ball over, and it's just like, well, now you're leading into easy transition points for the opposition, yeah. and they're just you know not being able to do it, or like when they are not really being able to score. Guys not knocking down their shots. If it's nobody but AD and LeBron scoring, but nobody else is knocking down their shots, and then they still having the lapses on defense, 
that's where the problem has kind of been lying with with the Lakers. So, but like you said, right? They they did it. They found a way to get the stops on defense. They continued on with the scoring. You know, of course, obviously that was led with LeBron doing what he had to do. And and I think, like you said, I didn't see a lot, but kind of looking at the 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 comeback of it, and I think maybe about a third that that third three he made, you were kind of like, okay, they might have a chance. And you see, and you see the league go from you know twenty one, fifteen, thirteen. 11, uh, 7, uh, okay, 4. You know, it was like every time. And, you know, obviously they had some moments in there where you could see like LeBron, you know, passing it out to D'Angelo Russell, passing it out to uh, Hachimura. Like, he, you know, obviously it was more than just him just scoring too, but that led the way. And it was just like a – it was just a – it was a vintage LeBron performance, bro. I mean, it was you had your scoring, you had your playmaking ability, the passing, uh, you know, obviously them making the stops on defense. Um, even when they grabbed the lead, right, and they had the two point lead, like they made a big stop to make sure that Kawhi Leonard didn't hit that bucket, you know, to tie it up, and then you know just the outlet pass out to Cam Reddish to kind of seal the deal. So like even then, like you know, it, obviously it started on the defensive end for him, and that's that's what. That's what keys a comeback. The fact that when you started right there on the defensive end and then you started just chipping away, it wasn't like they were thinking. I'm pretty sure they weren't like, you know, oh, we can't get these all these 21 points back, you know, like that. But, okay, hey, let's get it down to 15. All right, we got it down to 15. Let's get it under single digits. Okay, we got it down to nine. You know, it's like, all right, now we got, we got a chance here. And it was, you know, they had plenty of time to look for it. So, um, I think I don't – I think that's one thing that – Nobody shouldn't, you know, lose sight of the fact that yeah, they made the comeback, but in order to make the comeback, you gotta get stops. So for them to, you know, to get those stops like that was very, very, very important for them to to get it because, I mean, you know, they like we talk about how loaded their Western Conference is up top, even from, even the fact when you look at it from. Well, maybe like the fifth or sixth seed on down, it's not much separation there neither. But you know that that that's that that's a lot of that's a lot of teams that you may have to you know try to jump. So you know every game is utterly utterly important you know mm-hmm. for the Lakers. So um, I think that's kind of big that they were able to at least get that one because um, that could be a difference of them being a eight seed, a nine seed, you know, to where. Instead of having to maybe play two games just to get in, they just play possibly could just just play that one and get themselves into you know a seven seed. And we saw what they did last year. You know the fact that you know them getting in the play in and getting into a seven seed where they knocked off Memphis. Then the next thing you know, they knocked off Golden State and boom, they're in the conference finals. You know, and just obviously ran into a, a juggernaut of a Denver team who was you know poised, but you just. You know, you you never know. You know, all it takes is a, something like that, like a win last night, to where that turns something around for them, to where they can. You know, I don't know if they have enough to jump up into into the top six. I know, granted, they're not that separated from them, but you know, could they could they jump Dallas? I don't know. Like, I think isn't Dallas in like that six seven spot right now? Dallas is in seven, so yeah, five through ten is separated by three and a half games. 
That's tough. And, I mean, you know, unless they end up playing each other. But, I mean, do they have enough to jump up in front of Dallas? Do they have enough to jump up in front of uh, – who's in that A spot? Is it Sacramento? Sacramento. Uh, They're in Sacramento. Sacramento has a two-game lead on them. Dallas has a two-and-a-half game. You know, it, it's doable. But I don't know if they I don't know if they have enough to really jump up in front of them just because of – Mm-hmm. Same same thing. How we kind of talk about with Atlanta. Same thing with them. Is the the inconsistency sometimes. You know, it's just kind of like that. Plus the injuries. I mean, they they dealt with a lot of injuries too. So, mm-hmm. um, you know, I don't know. But virtual self performance from LeBron James. Great win from the for the LA Lakers. They needed that, and obviously they can kind of talk a little bit more bragging rights. Talking a little bit more cash and be like, you know, we 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 still the better LA team and everything like that and blah blah blah. But mm-hmm. you know, speaking of that, yeah, did you hear about the Clippers? They had as far as like their new stadium, right? It's it's pretty much up. It should be opening up next season for into it dome, right? Into it, yes, dome. Yeah. yes. So mm-hmm. they have a section to where they just call the wall. It's supposed to be like a, I think like. 25 or 30 some rows or where that area is just going to be like strictly for Clippers fans. Like no one else can sit there, but Clippers fans, so I guess in a way, like a, uh, uh, I don't want to like a glorified student section. Yeah. Okay. I've, how do you feel about that? Like I've never really, I never really, you know, seen uh, that like in the NBA, like, you, you know, it's, I don't, I don't know. The first thing, the first thing came to mind was like everybody else at the game, not a Clippers fan, but but I I don't have an issue with it because and granted, this is transition going to the NFL, and you've been to Mercedes Benz to a Falcons game, and they have that section in the corner of his zone where nothing but the rise up flags and everything like that's all it is. It's I don't know what that section is called. I think like the DJ is over there. Yeah. All uh, straight up white flags, black flags, whatever it is. That's that section. Um, and so I think that's a cool. I, I I have no issue with it. Like I've actually been like, hey, like what did I do to get over there? Because folks turned over there. They turned. They turned. <laughs> so I don't think that's an issue, man. Steve Ballmer, man, he he's he's all in by his Clippers. Um, the owner. For the Los Angeles Clippers, um, he's all in. He's bought in, and he loves that team, loves the organization, and so whatever he can do to help the fan experience, to continue to help build the brand for the Clippers, I think he's willing to do it. And he, like I said, if you watch him during Clippers games, man, like he is into it. So he right. wants a section. He wants a section. where like, yeah, I want the same, the same fervor and fire that I have for the Clippers. I want those people that's like that, I want them in that section. That's why I want you. And be as rowdy and as crazy as you want to be in there. Within the rules. Be as rowdy and crazy as you want to be. So, um, I don't have no issue with it, man. It, it's, man, look. It, there's some there's some there's some places that probably need some something like that. Um, there's some squads that probably need some stuff like that in the NBA. So it's all good. That's it. I think that just speaks more to Steve Ballmer and his personality and his love for the Clippers and for the organization. They, they. For sure. Yeah. 
I'm, I'm just interested to see how it would look like in person. That I think yeah. that's I, they got like a little commercial for it, but I just want to see okay. like how it would be uh, in person. I think they're supposed to be getting new uniforms too. I think they're changing look. Yeah, how the uniform is supposed to look. Throwing me off the whole ship with the yeah. I don't know. Oh, that's throwing me off. I have. I don't know what a clipper is. The only thing I know, I know hair clippers. That's it. <laughs> but it's fake. That's it. You know that. That's it. That's but the only clippers I know. That's <laughs> it. Outside of that, I have no clue. So the whole logo change is like a ship, like a big ship or something like that. It's still like the the LAC. Yeah. In the middle of the sea is like the ship with like a compass. I gotta read. I gotta go back and. And reread the whole deal, but don't get that. But the the wall, I'm 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 for it. I'm for yeah. it. Yeah, fan experience, fan experience. Definitely for sure, man. Uh, man, as we get ready to wrap up another episode, um, you got anything that you want to give out? Say anything out to the people? No, man. Appreciate the support. Keep watching. Keep watching. Stay tuned. Uh, we definitely with with March Madness rolling around, we'll we'll have a lot of college basketball talk coming here soon. As far as men's and women's basketball, because uh, we definitely paying attention to the women's side of things as well. The women's tournament was crazy last year, and I'm pretty sure we'll have some some good matchups, some great matchups as well um, in that tournament. Um, but yeah, keep keep supporting, keep supporting. We appreciate it, and um, that's it. That's it, man. That's all I got. Yeah, same for me. I, I guess sidebar since you're bringing up the women's, I obviously not a really surprised, but she went ahead and made it official. Caitlin Clark went on ahead and said that I'm gonna declare for the NBA draft. I mean, I, this I year, why not? What's crazy? Yeah. Indiana has the the first pick. They do. If you don't draft her, her in the league of Boston, that's gonna be what? I mean. Hey, bro, I'm just let you know something. <laughs> so I'm just going to let you Man. know. Man. They probably won't have the first pick the next year. I tell you, if they nah, take yeah. which they should, they should take. Like, you take Kaylin Clark and you have you pair her with Leah Boston, they won't have the number one pick in the 2025. Nah. I can guarantee you that. No, nah, for sure not. Yeah, for sure that. not. For sure. But – so had to had to throw that out there just because we you know we be bringing it up and they just released if I'm not mistaken they just released the 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 top sixteen seeds overall seeds for the yeah. women's tournament too if I'm not mistaken so um, take a look into that as well. Not quite sure how true this is, but I saw like a little a leak of what a current bracket might look like in one of those. Uh, NCAA Women's Tournament. Let's just say that they had the alma mater linked in as a 10 seed and they were going to be in the same bracket as the before mentioned Iowa Lady Hawkeyes who were a 2 seed. Mm. So if we were a 10 if we were a 10 to upset a 7 and Iowa is a 2 seed it was potentially you could potentially see MT against Iowa. I think 10 is I, I think 10 is a little low. I feel like yeah, they could probably do they could probably at least give us an 8. Golly, I don't know what we got. But to do. but but that's the thing, right? I mean 
they, bro, the girls not even getting any type of, they not even receiving votes in the AP. Like, bro, if you go check the AP poll, they not even receiving votes. It's ridiculous, man. They're not even receiving votes. So I guess, I guess, man, they just gotta just keep rolling along, just keep winning, just keep winning these last few conference games that they got going up, and then get ready to roll through the conference tournament. Get, make sure they get their auto, go ahead, get their AQ, get their automatic bid, so that way that bid yeah. ain't, ain't stolen from nobody. They can go ahead and get that bid and see where they go with it and what bracket they may be in, and you know, try to at least get one. You know, at least get one one dub for sure, and hey, you know, see what they can do with it, man. But yeah, I guess I mean twenty three and four. They're twenty three and four, undefeated in conference play, and not ranked is kind of insane. But you know, I, I digress. You know, it is, man. Shout out, shout out to the Lakers, Blue Raiders, man. Shout out. You know how I feel about the AP poll, so yeah, I ain't, we, ain't you know, look, no. I'm, I'm. <laughs> I'm not let, let me let, yeah let 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 me stop because I mean hopefully one day I'm trying to I might want to have to get a vote for it so let me not <laughs> I don't want I don't want to mess nothing up <laughs> anyway man but yeah no, like 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 always continue to support the podcast we appreciate it um yeah of course with March coming up a lot of things gonna be geared towards March Madness and getting the inch closer and closer to the playoffs and um. Free agency for for the NFL kicks off March 13th, so obviously that's going to jumpstart back into seeing what happens with that and getting closer and closer with pro days and everything like that as we inch closer and closer to the draft too. So um, obviously on the lookout for that. By that time, I believe what we maybe got what we got like another week or two of spring training and then the season's going to pop off. Or do they got a month of it? Do they got still like a whole month of it? It's about a month, so it's, so it's normally about April when they kind of open the day is. Gotcha. So, I mean, obviously <clears throat> looking out for that too because it's um, a, a lot going on in, in, in the baseball season, both on the diamond and off. The fact that we mentioned a little bit too, talking about possible expansion. So, got to be on the lookout for that too. Um, yeah, man. So, we appreciate that. Just continue to support the podcast. Uh, follow. Uh, all the social medias, man, the Instagram, the Twitter. We, we appreciate that. Uh, man, love black women, cherish black women, protect black women. Uh, no means no. No means no. You know, as we get ready to transition into March, the springtime, the weather is getting warmer and everything like that. Everything is still consensual. Okay. I's dotted, T's crossed. Make sure we're doing all that for sure. Um, Speaking of February, since it's, you know, this year we had a leap year. And we, we kind of mentioned it earlier before we started recording, but I kind of want to ask it again, right? Because, you know, we, we got some folks that we know today is your birthday, and you may be – you've been on this earth for however many years, but technically you're only like seven. <laughs> technically you're only like seven, right? But anyway, that's that's not the case. It's neither here nor there. So, obviously, the, 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 the question is that a lot of people bring up is, you know, when it's not a leap year, do you celebrate your birthday on February 28th mm-hmm. or do you do it on March 1st? If if this was you and you you a leap year, like literally your birthday, your birthday is the leap year day. Mm-hmm. 
but you got all those other years. How are you celebrating your birthday? Are you gonna go? Are you gonna go February twenty eighth, or you gonna go March first? Because you only gave me those two options, I will probably go February twenty eighth. Um, honestly, I would celebrate on both. I would celebrate both. I would consider them both. Um, I think the point, and we talked about this earlier, I think the point of my birthday is in February, so I'm going to celebrate the 28th of February, and I celebrate March. That's definitely a good point, and I feel that. But I'll celebrate both because I'm jammed in the middle of that. I don't see it, but every four years, so I'm taking it. I'm taking it. 28th, cool. First, cool. Somewhere in there, somewhere there's a sliver of time where I get a little. So I'm going to take a little piece of this, a little piece of that. <laughs> I'm going to go with the 28th and March 1st. So that's what I would do. I would, I would. The 28th is my birthday, but I'm celebrating on both things. I'm celebrating on both. For me, I guess it would it would depend on like how the day falls. But if I, I mean, if I just had to choose, I think I'm gonna go with the 28 too, just because of it still being technically February. So I'm just like, I guess I can roll along with that. But if it's like, if February 28 is ending up being like a, if it's not a leap year and it ended up being a Thursday or a Friday, I'm celebrating both days because I got. <laughs> I got that whole weekend to like yeah, tired up for uh, sure. I was uh, celebrating that whole weekend. It's like weird too, man. Like when it's not a leap year, it's like it's it is, but it like and you you know as you get older, you find ways to deal with. It's it like it is my birthday, but also it's like it isn't either. Like it's that's that's a weird that's a weird circumstance. Oh, uh, that has that has to be annoying. That might be that might be top two, top three worst birthdays to have, maybe. Yeah, so I, I, I definitely, for everybody whose birthday is today, February 29th, like February 29th, happy birthday. Celebrate, do your thing. Go crazy. Not too crazy. For sure. <laughs> but go crazy. Do yeah. Your thing. Yeah, for sure. But, um, yeah, man, we, we appreciate the we appreciate the love, man. Like and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Um, you know, I always be on the lookout for that. Um, shoot, that's that's really it. That's all I got for that, man. Uh, like always, this has been another episode of the Easy Money Sports Podcast. Peace.